Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to uh, another uh, Frontier bonus episode crew rostery thing. Um, I'm joined today by Amy. Hello. How's it going? Ah, we're good. How are you? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm getting all set for, um, well, I'm sort of in, I'm in, very much in like planning podcast stuff mode at the moment. Plotting um, and shenanigans. Yeah, because obviously we've got, um, well, eventually we've got season two of Frontier coming up. Um, which is relevant to today's podcast. Um, but before that, we're going to be doing some D&D. So I'm like a little bit in like, okay, I need to have all my things plotted out because <laughs> things could go any way. And like all of that always falls apart every single time, like as soon as we start where, playing. But, where are the chaos monkeys going to take us? Yeah, I'll have all this stuff and they'll just go like, you know what? No, we're just going to go shopping. Like, we're going to uh, focus on this NPC that you just roped in <laughs> the last minute. What's this guy's deal? Like, uh, Yeah, what's his backstory? <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm kind of in that sort of mode, which is good. Because it sort of ties into what we're doing as well today if I'm having to sort yeah. of plan out some stuff. So um, listeners who've, who've heard the other Frontier Crew roster episodes will know that we uh, today we're going to be adding some new crew members and uh, adding some details maybe to existing crew members on our uh, Star Trek Adventures ship, the USS Tenzing. Um, we've sort of been using like each player's character as like a sort of jumping off point. So we, we've done ones based on Johnny with Eden, uh, with uh, Ray with Mark, and Irela uh, uh, with Dragon. So today, I, I feel like I feel like we can add some Murphy connections in. Yes. Yeah. Because she is a hothead. Well, <laughs> she is a hothead, so she will probably attract an equally hot-headed minded. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Like um debate club adrenaline 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 junkie debate club <laughs> ethics all those kind of types i definitely that's that's quite idea. interesting i don't know if i'd have, I, I obviously you know head of security but i i don't think i really thought of adrenaline junkie stuff well yeah i mean they always have to have some sort of like outlet i yeah. do imagine that she's got that she that because she like she she is head of security. She was brought up in that war torn between the Cardassians and and uh, the Federation and that. Mm. Um, that it has got she has got that like Bajoran rebellious spirit to her. So yeah, fighting and defending people is kind of her thing. So I would imagine she has a class that she does self defense with. Yeah, kind of uh like the war vibe, but also reading up on her history with her own family and stuff and her Bajoran side, I'd imagine that she'd like, because of that rebellious spirit, be all attracted to like the the ones that are a bit mavericky. So I kind of have the idea that one of her friends is a, probably an ex Mickey, one of the Mickey that maybe survived right. during that whole bit. And, um, be, and during the Domin Dominion War joined the Federation as part of that, I kind of I kind of had the idea of maybe like a um, navigation officer or a pilot. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what that kind makes of, sense. Yeah, yeah, and obviously with that whole like the badlands and stuff. So I was kind of like that would make more sense. Um, and they're a bit maybe like kind of a Tom Paris kind of vibe. Yeah, a bit mischievous, mischievous, but overall will do the right thing. But at the same time. It's probably got a few things against the record. <laughs> Bit of a troublemaker. Yeah, I mean, this kind of um, timeline-wise, I think you know what I'm like for going like, well, how would that fit in? Mm. Like that sort of would make 
sense of they, you know, as a navigation officer or something, because we could put them just as like an ensign, like so that like yeah, Murphy yeah. had known them for a lot, like so they're like an older ensign, but they still haven't really been in Starfleet that long. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. maybe they, maybe they grew up, maybe they grew up on the planet, like they were like a childhood friend or something. Yeah, because she didn't. It was it was about like she was about seven, eight, I think, when um when all this went down. Yeah, on the planet, I think. Because we've sort of I like we're, I think we're playing a little bit of leeway with timelines because we haven't actually set time well. Well, we or, I, yeah, I've been I've been trying over the last two years, I think, to sort of nail it down <laughs> a little bit. Um, we're a little bit fluid. Well, we're I've got a like a I, in my I've got my spreadsheet in front of me, and I've got for Murphy, I've got graduated Starfleet Academy twenty three seventy one. Which is like uh, before, you know, just before the start, or like around about the start of the demon, uh, demon war. I'm, I'm a demon, <laughs> the D- D- Dominion War. <laughs> demon War yeah. is in my own D and D setting. I've been demon writing war too is many. A, is an episode that we also did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like we we know Murphy got moved to Earth at some point before that. Yes. So perhaps it was someone who she knew before she was moved to live with her grandparents. Because mm, yeah, it would stayed. definitely take some time yeah. for her to get back to Earth from that region of space. So that's completely possible. Yeah. Well, it would be sort of so the the, the kind of um, the timeline would be like if it if Mur- well we never again didn't really set in stone when Murphy moved to live with her grandparents, did we? No, I think it was like a vague like she was about seven or eight when the attack happened on the planet. Yeah, which wouldn't be the Dominion War. That would be like the Cardassian. Yeah, yeah, sort of, the Cardassian. Yeah, um, all kicking off. So maybe it was like, did, did she immediately get moved to Earth around about that age? Because I guess in my head I've been kind of picturing older, but we never really sort of... I'd imagine it would take some time. It would take a lot of time for her to like, be processed through as like a refugee. I'd imagine she'd probably have to stay um, with some... Unless her grandparents actually came out to collect her, depending on how young, depending on how old she was. Because I guess um, in my head I thought... I've been kind of picturing it as oh, obviously. We, we, well, this is a, it's an opportunity to sort of kind of put some details in about that storyline. Mm. I guess in my head, I've been kind of thinking it wasn't. It didn't take too long to send her to Earth because you know transport being what it was. But then, like it would be super quickly, and it would be like a two week journey these days. Mm. But obviously, the colony's not there anymore. But at the time, obviously, yeah. there's conflict and stuff going on, and then you know if she's just been put onto a refugee ship that's not going straight to earth or whatever no, yeah it would it, i would imagine it would be going to like a command center like behind yeah. the main lines and then they would be like sorted out um identified and then put on the the next ship back to yeah but it's i'd imagine been... they'd probably do it in stages like there would be like waypoints on the way mm. like maybe they would have to change ship halfway um it could be that they were they were in the same group traveling back to earth yeah that's that's a possibility yeah well and then as as they got older murphy sort of went into starfleet like pretty much as soon as she could and this person went back to join the maquis because that obviously maquis really didn't rise up till after the yeah after yeah. the treaty yeah yeah sort of thing so like that's the split point of like Murphy mm. at what like eighteen or whatever went into Starfleet Academy. Yeah, this she would have. Person, she would have followed. Yeah, this person went in to no. I'm going to go back and see what I'm going to go back and 
cause trouble because i'm not sure i i'm not i never picked which planet it was because i know no. some of the planets because of the treaty between cardassians and the federation some of the planets obviously remained in federation control and other planets didn't remain in federation control yeah um so i can it may it might be that they found out that their home their planet was was is now part of cardassian space and mm. they're like no <laughs> i mean we don't even need to like it, it doesn't have to be like a, a previously named planet at all because i mean it's a oh, whole yeah. area of space it's just yeah yeah it's fought over con constantly yeah, yeah so i mean there's a, there could be any number of like mm. colonies in that area that you know so we could, you know it's not i mean it probably actually would be helpful if we had a name for it just in case <laughs> murphy has to reference it at some point but i mean that's not really what we're here to do today i guess but like <laughs> yeah mm. No, I like yeah. that. So I, I, I'm going to add this to my Murphy column as well. Of like, <laughs> well, it just is helpful to me because then I can just be like, okay, so it, at the very least, just keeping timelines straight in my head. Oh yeah, no, definitely yeah. for me. I'm, I, I, I'm not very. Uh, the dates mm. always mix me up <laughs> in, yeah. in Star Trek. They always catch me out. I don't know why, but I, I think it's probably because my dyslexic brain just goes math. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I always I try to keep it as vague as possible with dates. I'm like, ah, oh, we can fix it in post. It's fine. So okay, well, talking of timelines, so uh, I've got in my spreadsheet Murphy graduated Starfleet Academy in 2371, which I can't remember how we landed on that, but I think that might have just been because we'd said how old Murphy was at one point. I think so. Yeah, and I kind of backtracked from that and put it at 2371, which is the same year Voyager launched. Mm. like left deep space nine and got spirited away yes. um so that, this is all before the dominion war because mm -hmm. she did have a in the in the um the first ep first star trek adventure we did mm. she had the fight with a cardassian and missed out in her promotion um can't yes remember what day yeah that we was. um yeah, well, I don't think we put a date on that, really. We just sort of had that be like, she would have been promoted already, but that sort of set her mm. back a little bit. I, I I haven't got it written down anywhere. Somewhere, there, I remember saying like, okay, you would like just about to graduate when the Jem'Hadar blew up the Odyssey or something and started the Dominion mm. War. I don't know. It's it, Yeah, this is just me keeping timelines in mind. Because <laughs> I was like, in my head thinking like, okay, so between then and now is about seven years, mm. which is a, enough time to sort of get to where you are, I think. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So that's especially with like the idea of like a battlefield commission or something like that. To, yeah. Like, raise her up from ensign to. So you were sort oh. of an ensign as the as the war was kind of happening, then and like as the war was like fully ramping up with bigger battles and stuff, you get bumped up to lieutenant. Yeah. There for a couple of years would have been promoted again, but had this incident where you punched out a Cardassian <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 I had had a had a, a drunken argument with some Cardassians who didn't like my um off while I'm off duty my ear jewelry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time uh Murphy will wear her uh Majoran um I can never remember what they're called. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That that came up in the um the one the episode I did with Dragon, which um was the last thing we released. Um because we were sort of talking about like what's Starfleet's kind of well, it started as like tattoo policy and that, and then jewelry got mentioned, and I said, oh, you know, Bajorans have the ear thing, but 
I couldn't remember whether you had said you'd had it, you know, wore yours or not. Yeah, then... she, you know, because um, as far as I'm, I'm aware, um, it's not permitted as part of the uniform. Mm. As far as I'm aware, but I might be wrong now. Um, it might have changed. Well, this is interesting because we're basically continuing the conversation Dragon and I had. <laughs> I think it was in an episode with, um, I can't remember. Yeah, it was a whole thing with Enton Rowe. Yeah, um, there was a whole thing with that because she took it off when she, um, she met, I think it was... Well, Riker was getting super aggro about her wearing it on duty. Mm. But my read oh, of that, that was, was just like, Riker was being super aggro because she was kind of a known, like you know, troublemaker and that. Yeah. So he was like being a bit harsher on the whole sort of Yeah, so it might it's kind it of a cultural be... thing really, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's, it's of... it is a cultural thing. Yeah. It's part of their ident their family identity. Yeah. Because it has their um their family name it's part of their family name. Yeah. Um I I've been the... kind of well the, where I kinda of landed with Dragon was that like definitely on tattoos it was like so long as they're, I mean, the the policy is just like, ah, it's fine. But like with the thing of like uniforms are going to be covering most of them anyway, just to the fact mm. of like, you know, Starfleet uniforms are pretty much all long sleeve and everything. And, you know, so we were just like, yeah, whatever. And like with, with the thought of like, well, the reason there's probably not been a lot of Starfleet people with tattoos on screen is because most of Star Trek was made during its, you know, time when you know tattoos are a little bit more taboo obviously yeah more recently yeah. Uh, chakotay being the obvious one who does but even then that was sort of said away you know as like again it's a cultural thing but yeah, um, it, yeah as far as sort of jewelry goes i also sort of landed on like well so long as it's not stopping you doing your job which yeah i would agree i would agree. yeah but then i guess personal preference as well maybe murphy sees it as like i guess sees it as like i could be fine wearing this because it's a Bajoran thing and you know but maybe the, she's looking at it it's like this gets in the way of me kicking ass or something <laughs> you know? I think it's also um part of like the respect of the uniform as well for her yeah um and that it's not it's 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 also something that's caused her problems in the past because of her like Bajoran nature of like not not liking um Cardassians. so it's like another um possible like trigger of trouble maybe mm. for her yeah that makes sense um, or she might she, it might be something that she's dealing with anyway because she's not she's not 100 sure and it's better for her to just um distinguish uh yeah between um being on duty and off duty whereas off duty she's 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 not a representative of like the federation she could be her full self and enjoy um, being just off duty and not um, as, as a citizen she can enjoy mm. life as a citizen whereas an on duty she has to represent federation its principles its um mantra kind of thing so this where... is like a personal thing of like personal choice of like yeah murphy has decided when i'm on duty it's uniform and only the uniform kind of thing yeah yeah, that's interesting because I feel like uh, like another Bajoran officer could say and be fully allowed at this point to say, "Oh no, I I have to wear I wear my thing." Yeah, and they, would, but this is Murphy's choice is to be like, "No, I'm on duty. I'm only wearing this Starfleet." Yeah, because she's 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 half Bajoran. She's yeah. not fully Bajoran, and she was primarily raised, well, from 
from I would say probably eight or nine, mm. depending on the timeline. She was raised on Yeah, we keep it fuzzy. We keep it. Fuzzy. She was raised a lot. Of her teenage years, anyway, was raised by her grandparents, so yeah. they would have been a huge influence on her on Earth. Um, so that side of her is is more explored than I would say her Bajoran side. So yeah, in her free time, she would probably explore it a lot more. But yeah. <laughs> How did we get here? Um, we were talking about Ma- <laughs> we were we, we were talking about her Maverick McKee friend. Yes. Okay. So long way <laughs> around. So this is somebody who. Okay. Maybe then. So maybe this is somebody who she kept in touch with. Somebody she knew as a child. Mm-hmm. Before the attacks, they were put on the same refugee transport and both made it to Earth. Maybe the other person with their parent. Yeah. Yeah. The parent. Their parent. Sort of died maybe when you were both teenagers and that was the sort of inciting incident for them to be like i'm gonna go back and see what i can reclaim maybe or something whereas for you you'd sort of maybe settled a bit more with your grandparents and had seen starfleet as the way to get so that's the split point sort of thing yeah yeah i would say that we that we that definitely their parent dying after the attacks and stuff would definitely be a def- a good trigger for them to like take the opposite path yeah. from Murphy. I'm talking like a couple um, of years later, like so where yeah, they, they, yeah, they're definitely. at the point where maybe you'd have been talking about, oh, I might, I'm thinking about joining Starfleet or whatever, and their parent dies and they get this feeling of like, well, there's not really a lot for me here on Earth. I'm going to go back mm. and see what's there. So then fast yeah. forward to after the Dominion War. There's really not a lot left to the Maquis, but they've managed to somehow pull through. And there's maybe, again, I don't think this is spelled out anywhere, but maybe there's like something of an amnesty or whatever. I'd imagine so. I'd yeah. imagine that um, if it's, it could be that may, instead of them actually, they could have maybe been kicked out of the academy for their behavior. Oh, so maybe instead. they joined at the same time as you, mm. didn't last and very long. Didn't last. Maybe, maybe during that time the parent died. Oh, that makes and sense. That, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that could have been the triggering factor for them to like just take off. Yeah, um, they didn't graduate be, be originally. Yeah, and yeah, they may, or, yeah. After the war, they came back and sort of re-enrolled, mm-hmm. and we're at the point now where they've they graduated maybe only like a year and a half, two years ago. So they've been basically the, the class before Johnny, but they're the same age as Murphy. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I had the idea because of the whole McKee thing and the 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 pilot, the idea of the Badlands and the pilot mm. kind of just gives me gave me that idea for them being a navigator. And I'm all for adding um, more pilots because we've got currently we've got uh, well we've got Sauce who's basically my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, Kataran who's Mark's West Country Cation. Um, <laughs> I got a flight controller, which was Mark's alternate when we, he had two choices when he was going to go. He was either going to go with this guy or he was going to go with Ray when we were deciding on main character Ooh. back in the day, who we haven't really met. Um, but he's more just like the flight flight controller slash pilot, mm. I've written down. He's a Vulcan. But other than that, that's the only people we have that are like flying stuff. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, he, I don't, yeah, I like the idea of that he was that he was a, a navigator or a pilot um and navigator works. With... I, I would like to have like somebody else to put on the bridge i think yeah 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 definitely um if that's where you're seeing them as like 
because we you know we have a couple of different uh, throughout the shows it's not always the same person flying the ship even mm. on the original series sometimes it's Chekhov sometimes it's other guys you know yeah so are we thinking human or Bajoran mm. I would probably say human given it's a federation colony yeah um And age-wise, I've put the same... Uh, I've got Murphy down as 31. I think she's probably older than that. <laughs> That's going to throw out my timelines a little bit. <laughs> if we change it. Because um, that, I think, we calculated from... that. That's taken me a long time to get to that number. I think from <laughs> various... I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, but it's fine. I, I don't mind. It, that She can be... She, whatever works whatever i'd rather keep it in with, with yeah, okay, well, look at this way. We're, we're in 2378 at the moment mm-hmm. if we had it as she graduated 2371 that takes it down to about she was 24 when she graduated sort of thing mm-hmm. we could push it a bit more but like if anything if she's graduating 2371 and she went in when she was 18 she should be younger than 31, but like... Yeah, oh, okay, oh, she's, okay. no, that's fine then. That's fine. We'll stick to that I'm, as, I'm a, as a vague, yeah. So I just, yeah, this is like things that aren't super important, but... Yeah. This is what happens when we don't use dates. Yeah, this start, is what happens when... <laughs> this is what happens when I have to figure out halfway through a season from vague character, like, illusions, like, how old is this person? Like... <laughs> I mean, and it also helps if I remember dates. Well, yeah, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I maybe I'll, at some point I'll write out like a a timeline of Murphy and I'll email it to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, here's here's like a word document you can just open up and remember stuff from. Um, oh, I'm so da- I'm so bad at not writing things down <laughs> of my own character. <laughs> well, it, I mean, at this point, it's Everybody been like it's been nearly a year since we last recorded Frontier, so like this is very it's true. understandable, and like that year has gone very quickly. Um, I know. To go back to this character, are we thinking uh, male, female? I would say male. Yeah, um, I was going to say what, what just, was kind of popping into your mind as you, yeah, as we were talking. But I just, I just think that Murphy has this tendency to like just attract troublemakers and just be like <laughs> befriend them. Um, she's because she's not all. I think she's always gone a slightly against the grain in some t- in some sense, but. She's always like followed the main rules, but she will be like, may possibly bend them. Hmm. She's like you have to have a bit of give in the rules, but at the same time you have to hold yourself to a standard. And but she she knows how to have fun as well. Yeah, so like that kind of balance. So here's what I've written in my um like I've because I've got a column that's like notes, but obviously it's a it's a um. Outlook Excel document, so it's mm. it's sort of like short notes. <laughs> so what I've written is <laughs> Murphy's childhood friend dropped out of academy to join McKee, rejoined following end of Dominion War. To just sort of like that that will at least spark my memory of this conversation to yes. be like yeah okay that so I remember the you know the details about parent dying and that and things so mm. yeah okay. Cool, but I like that as at the very least we, we've added somebody new to our con, my con ops section, which is basically it's the, it's the, between that and security are the least populated sections of my thing. <laughs> Murphy's own department. Yeah, Murphy's own department is woefully under <laughs> understock. If well, anything, have... ops isn't your department. That's I know. it's um, uh, Commander Talin is in charge of ops technically. So like, 
yeah <laughs> security Dude. we have yeah, well maybe okay maybe now's the time to pivot to security let's give you some yes. more people to order around um oh. because we've got uh see your second in command since the beginning we've had lieutenant sota mm. we've got johnny and then we got the two characters that <laughs> eden and i came up with in that other episode and then i have two <laughs> random security crewmen one of which uh i got down here just as discord server creation Teth, but I don't remember if they ever popped up. And I've got one guy who I think you you and I joked about there being a super handsome security guy, and that's all I've got. It's just human super <laughs> handsome, like <laughs> the, the the Ken doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. I think maybe um, the joke at the time was like it was going to be somebody that Johnny was jealous of or something. Like technically, Johnny's in charge of them because he, he like they're a crewman. He's a, you know step up to be he's an oh, officer track. Oh, but it never star, came to anything. Star, star pupil of the academy that year, graduate, <laughs> top like top level um, <laughs> scores uh has like valovic that whole valovictorian kind yeah. of vibe um <laughs> top of their class like got all the numbers could probably have had any assignment they wanted um <laughs> i bet their dad is like some top admiral, Dad's an admiral. <laughs> of course family legacy he's a le their death legacy child um but is actually the most dull and boring person in the world um well that's interesting that's actually that, let's add them to that like the, the original joke i think was well the one i've got super handsome on he's a crewman so he's an enlisted person so he's less oh, okay. he's like because i wanted i thought it'd be funny if it was somebody who johnny's technically their boss of and he's johnny's <laughs> like you know <laughs> you know so johnny's like finds himself like jealous of somebody who he's, he's in charge of or something um <laughs> But if we add that, I like the idea of like a super dull and super like actually like imprint, like he did well at the academy, but like now he's out in the real world is a bit crap. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know how to handle real life. Yeah. Um, Are we putting bit... them as like another ensign or? Um... Like maybe they maybe they made it to lieutenant based on the legacy thing, like the yes, and, and they've like they've just stayed there. They've yeah, they've reached that level, and they're like they're like they're at the point now where like it's going to take merit to get further, and it turns out actually mm. they don't have that much <laughs> merit. <laughs> like yeah, maybe they're known definitely. as like oh, they're they're like the the sort of one that you don't like delegating to because you're like oh they're going to do a crap job, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they're or they're they're not going to take like any initiative no, kind of thing. It's it's um, all very. They just buy the book. It's just buy the book. Buy the book. At, like they got no creativity. They're no. Yes. Yeah, they got no spark. They're just sort of like okay. No, they you can depend on them to do the job, but they will be they they will not not be like stunningly like wow they they really solved this situation. It's just they're like you you told them to guard a door and they they guarded yes. the hell out of that door. Oh, I, my friend said this quote to me the other day about one of one of the characters we were there's it's it's all class but style beats class yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's all class but style beats class and johnny has the style kind of thing that's the the kind of opposites yeah so we're, okay well maybe they're a couple of years older than johnny then mm. um that kind of works yeah and they've like but they've made it to lieutenant fairly quickly but like the last couple of like reviews it's sort of like slowly been dawning on you and it's, others yeah, that like the, no this is probably their level 
kind of thing. They, they've kind of gone stagnant in their yeah. um, career development kind of thing. But maybe yeah. the captain is getting increasing like messages from uh, the Admiral of like, so, reviews are coming up, how is my son doing? <laughs> sort of thing, you know. So yeah. maybe the captain's sort of breathing down your neck about like, look, I've had another message from <laughs> Admiral... Uh, let's think of an Admiral... Admiral Sparrow? Yeah, that were, are you in pirate mode still? <laughs> no, yes, I am. <laughs> for our listeners, I have been writing a lot of characters for pirate things at the moment, so <laughs> I'm in the right vein, just yeah. in the wrong era. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm struggling. I'm trying not to immediately type Jack Sparrow into this. <laughs> you can change it. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Sparrow's good. Um, William. There you go. William Sparrow. Okay. Bill, Sp- good old Bill Sparrow, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Maybe he goes by Billy. Yeah. Yeah, because then you can be like, "Hi, Billy. Thanks for coming." Um, um, is it? it is, I, I could see Murphy just being like, "Sir, I will gladly send the admiral my reports and my marking criteria for his review if he wants." <laughs> I can just see her being like, I can, I can offer him the data if you want me to. Like he's a proper like fail son. Like maybe he wouldn't like really, maybe he wouldn't have really made it through the academy, like with without the marks he got without his dad. Like maybe, okay, oh, like, yeah, maybe or maybe um, like he had the marks. He just didn't have the the personality, like the 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 personal drive. To- yeah he didn't have that x factor kind of thing to like get him over like the hump kind mm. of stuff maybe it's a motivation like, thing like as well yeah maybe so like you gotta have a certain amount of get up and go like, mm. in stuff like you know enthusiasm for things yeah to, to a degree and maybe he just it maybe he's, it's just like a he doesn't really have the right attitude for starfleet but he's in it because his dad is an admiral yeah, that could, or it could be that it's maybe the wrong career path. Like security wasn't maybe what he should have like gone into. Maybe another department would have been better suited for him. Yeah. Um, but his dad maybe insisted that he go down the security route because. Well, maybe maybe learn. his dad maybe his dad had become an admiral through like security tactical. Mm. That sort of route like security yeah, cap yeah. tactical commander captain sort of thing as opposed to going yeah. like a traditional like command pathway at the academy sort of thing you know he so his dad had sort of had this idea of like no this will make a man out of you sort mm. of thing if you go this way whereas maybe some more focus like oh you know con like piloting things at the academy would have been maybe been helpful you know, like a yeah. wider focus, but at the academy, he was kind of pushed to be like, "No, this is this worked for me back when I back in my day," and <laughs> um, you know, it's yeah, because the to fit in with this whole like dull, not that reading books is dull. Reading books is great. <laughs> I love reading books, but like he 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 would have maybe suited like a more research kind of role than a than an active like yeah confrontational kind of role. Like he, he, his demean because he's more withdrawn than than outgoing kind of thing. Like he's more mm. like a he, like he, like the investigation side of security. He's very good at, but the um, enforcement side, he's just 
he lacks the the oomph and the the motivation to like be that kind of person yeah like he's capable yeah. but he doesn't really he's not like enthusiastic about where he is so he doesn't really drive you on a certain level yes yeah yeah i like that <laughs> okay i'm gonna put in my notes so admiral's son <laughs> admiral's son Leg- legacy child legacy hire <laughs> Probably in wrong career path. I bet you there's a wing at, at the academy that's named after his family yeah, the, or something. The sparrow, um, <laughs> the sparrow shooting range. No, not shooting range. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There'd be some kind of annex or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in wrong career path. Um, wouldn't be at this rank without father's influence. Mm-hmm. Not in th- no 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 drive for current job. I guess like. Yeah, just no drive, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just put no drive for now. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's again, technically, he's he's in charge of, not in charge of Johnny, but he's like, he's below you, above Johnny. Yeah. Kind of thing. But he's definitely probably not going to go any higher <laughs> in, in his current <laughs> job. Um, And uh, yeah, I feel like it would be fun at some point to do a, um, crew evaluations episode, but I don't know how we would fit that into it without it just seeming like a, like a bit like we're kind of roasting other people's characters. Yeah, on that. yeah. You ha- you want to do it like in a way that's not um, attacking either, which is very difficult to do sometimes. I feel like yeah, <laughs> it's a thing we could do where it's just like we we just it, it could be like a thing that's happening in the background. Yeah, like, there's a yeah. thing going on, and like you're getting called away every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, I got more of these damn crew evaluations. All right, Johnny, yeah. oh, let's no, get I yours could, uh, yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I could de- we could definitely do something like that, like sprinkle them in, just like um, piecemeal kind of. Yeah, it's like you get halfway through like one point and one thing, and then you're like interrupted, and you're like, oh, for God's sake, yeah, can we pick this up later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe I don't know. Again, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out in game. Because um, yeah, but I like that as a that's, a, that's another good addition to security. Um, <laughs> okay. Did we want to add someone else new, or do we want to maybe add some details to somebody we've got already? I will say, if we're going for a, like a who would Murphy interact with thing, security, as we said, is not a lot of people in there at the moment. Mm. Um. But then it, we could also add somebody that maybe Murphy has like a hobby in common with, or yeah, something I'm, like that. We've kind I'm of, trying. as I say, we, we we kind of added the the DJ and MC for the, the karaoke night with Mark. Um, <laughs> I'd imagine she's on good like good terms with them actually. Like, yeah, she's a big fan of music, um, and I'd imagine that they probably. They, they probably tried to rope her into a band, but she has not got a musical bone in her body. <laughs> but so she still she goes just, to karaoke night. She still goes to karaoke. Like she can sing, okay. but she can't play an instrument. Kind of thing. Like it, the she they probably give her the triangle, and even <laughs> then she would probably count it in wrong. <laughs> she's just not that. She's just not got that aptitude for. She's got for the cowbell in the back, and she's just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it just makes me laugh that yeah she's just she loves to sing but she's absolutely hopeless at anything else yeah that's fair enough yeah um um but as i say yeah we've kind of already gotten that person yeah 
<laughs> All I'm saying is karaoke night is coming. Yeah, I'm going to have to think of songs now. <laughs> we From the have... 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make you do karaoke on the podcast if you no, don't want to. No, no. <laughs> okay, well, as we got karaoke cover, though, um, you said about Murphy maybe doing like a class and that. Mm. Um, I feel like some form of like physical like training and that is probably part of work as it mm-hmm. is you know you, you'll be running drills and things and like there's definitely i think a general expectation of like well you know you need to keep especially as security you need to kind of keep fit yeah um but i guess as head of security that's kind of up to you like how much of this do you want to build into the regular work day how much of this do you want to be like you know no this isn't on your own time kind of thing yeah I I feel like phases, drills, and things would be part of the work dra- work day, but yeah, maybe like I'm, keeping fit would be a no. This is just an expectation. You need to be sort of doing this on your own time, kind of thing. Yeah, I kind of feel that she would she would probably do like what Worf did is like a self defense kind of like meditative kind of mm. um, uh, like kind of thing with um. I kind of feel that it would be also like an, an exploration of her own like spirituality in the sense because of the way that the Jorans have that connection with the the um the prophets prophets there we go so I imagine that kind of thing um so I probably would see her maybe having a social network with any Bajorans on the ship mm. and having that as part of her um her own like uh so this is almost like a not not like to be exclusionary, but this is maybe like so focused on the Bajoran sort of re- cultural sort of religion thing. Yeah, that you're not really getting any non-Bajorans attending. Like they could if they wanted to, but you're not really mm. going to. Yeah, they, it, okay. I would imagine it would be open doored for um, non-Bajorans to like come in and, and like experience uh, or uh, gain like an insight to kind of thing like a mm. um an exchange of like cultural ideas kind of thing yeah um but for for murphy especially it would be instruct for instructive because she's never had that yeah. um so for her it's more of like a, a personal like avenue but she's she's quite happy to help others who aren't, aren't familiar with it to like experience to understand or um, experience it because it kind of reinforces her understanding of it for sure yeah um yeah i, I kind of like that idea i just i find that whole bajoran aspect and that part of it quite interesting i don't know why yeah no it's a nice it's a good angle because like you say because murphy not actually growing up on bajor she grew up in a human colony she's half human mm. for her to have like at a later well not maybe at a later date but like she's almost coming at it like as as you're learning about this at a later age Mm. sort of thing as something you're interested in it's is very interesting because we've kind of almost got a counterpart on board which Ooh. i found which is the character I, I couldn't think of earlier that mark and i came up with um at least i think it was me and mark it might have been one i did with eden either way it's a character that we came up <laughs> with in one of these um one of these uh bonus episodes um because we haven't really got many named bajorans on on my roster so far obviously there's huge amounts of you know scope for adding people mm. um but the only two i've got there's one in medical we haven't got any um thing written down in terms of like character traits or whatever is medical mm. diagnostics ensign um so they could i feel like they'd definitely be you know 
involved in this but we've got kind of like an almost like an opposite counterpart to Mur- where murphy's coming from oh and we've got a spatial anomaly scientist again an, another ensign who is almost sort of drifting away from the prophets thing and that's how they joined starfleet we kind of tied it into an episode um i don't know if you remember the episode of deep space nine where i think it's where the cardassian scientist ladies come to visit and there's a whole thing with like there's a a kind of a little bit of a fire and brimstone bajoran preacher who's like saying this is going to be the doom this is going to destroy us all and everything if they do that you know because of this prophecy Mm. and the things and that and we tied it in that this character was like a 16 17 year old on the station during that incident oh, saw, so he was a, like, yeah, affected by it yeah kind of oh, saw the preacher was like proved wrong mm. saw that the prophecy didn't really pan out and it sort of because it was all to do with the wormhole it kind of raised some questions with him as to like well yeah so he's having like a a, a um a question of faith yeah of yeah where he's where he's decided that um he's going to follow a different path to see how that pans out yeah so the the, yeah. the events of that deep space nine episode like spurred him to join starfleet and because he was already kind of interested in science sort of looking at the the wormhole as like well maybe this isn't the temple of the gods maybe this is just a wormhole and there are just aliens living in it that we've been calling the prophets mm. sort of thing so now he's become a spatial anomalies <laughs> scientist <laughs> and like so he's sort of the opposite like he's drifted away from yeah, he's, he's kind of given up um faith for the the proving of science yeah um and whereas murphy is kind of um she's grown up with the science and like bits of like the, the spirituality and now mm. she's kind of wanting to have a bit of balance of the boat like a little mesh yeah, of the boat sort of kind of thing grown up in more of like a federation more of a, well not classical federation setting but like a, on earth at least mm. and then do you sort of she's coming more, back to yeah. it at a later... Yeah, she has a, a more open-mindedness and willingness to accept a different kind of viewpoint, kind of uh, yeah. understanding of something, whereas they are have experienced one viewpoint and understanding of something, and, and when it's come into question, they're switching. Well, yeah, it's more like yeah. they grew up fully in the Bajoran religion mm. sort of thing, and then saw something, like like I say, a, a respected a question preacher. question of faith, yeah. Yeah, a, a respected preacher saying one thing and quoting known scripture and it immediately almost being proved wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's going to shake anybody really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Especially if you're fervently um, brought up and immersed yourself into that belief system. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we, we sort of said it like that was what spurred him to pretty much like, you know, he, I think we'd sort of said he was, it was kind of just about, just about come of age at that point so he pretty much immediately got on a transport and was like i'm gonna go see about joining starfleet yeah i, I could see i could see that her, her, murphy and, and him having some like good interesting conversations where if she has like a question about something mm. she could probably ask him and be, he, he would be like it's all it's it, but this can be explained by it's all bullshit commander yeah but murphy's like yeah i i know you think it's that but i'm 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 more it's more like She's she's not gonna get a a waffled answer. She's gonna mm. get more of a clean cut answer from him. Well, the thing about it though is that um, it is kind of, but you can sort of almost have it both ways, which I think is how the how they sort of deal with it. Because like, I think they no longer think they're gods. Yes, but so. they very much 
know that they do exist and they do have temporal powers and they have yeah and they know that they have affected you know they're, they're not questioning that the prophets exist and that's where they are and that they have had a great effect on the bajoran you know they're questioning the deity aspect of yeah it. but then at that point it's like well what is just a sort of it's an issue of like semantics almost because it's like, mm-hmm. well, no, they have, they have been there and they have had these great powers and they have had, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, have they have pretty done much things done. For you. They, they have you know, done all the things that they have said. Yeah. And the, the prophets they have done. They're just but, um, not, they're just probably not hearing your prayers. That's all. You yeah. Know, it's, they're not, it's, there's not a, a dial nine, 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 nine for, yeah, for exactly. um, prophet. Like, <laughs> so at that point, it's just kind of like, it's more of like a question of like, well, do we look at them as like, these are these are beings that are there or do we look at them as these are beings that are there and we're going to worship them yeah that's kind of like the split point so it's not so much like an atheism versus religion thing it's because those things are demonstrated you know the the prophets are Mm -hmm. demonstratively there Mm -hmm. it's more of like a a question of like do i worship them or not kind of thing i mean and the worship comes with all the kind of cultural sort of thing of the temple stuff and like the, the stuff that Murphy's looking to get into mm. uh, looking to get into that sounds like you're like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might look into a she's, spin class she, you know? yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's because uh, because the Bajoran culture is so intertwined with the 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 worship of the prophets it's 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 not something that you can't like get away from when you're trying to explore that part of your culture so it's like sure, she's, yeah. she's willing to to suspend belief to a point mm. for but I think um but she's no, she has nothing to take reference from except from her own experience, and she's not had that. She's not had that much experience with it, so it's like, yeah, because oh, I'd imagine be even if there was some kind of like Bajoran temple on the planet where you were born, mm. yeah, you, know, you were on a refugee ship by seven or eight, yeah. So yeah, there there probably wasn't one on Earth, you know. <laughs> yeah, the only the only instruction she would have had is from her mother. Um, and even then, I I don't imagine that would have been like you 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 would only gleam so much as a child. If yeah, it wasn't like if you didn't have that wider community around you. Mm. So she, she to her, it's very foreign, but at the same time, it's familiar at the same time. And I think with it as well, like from what we've seen in in the show and like Deuce Is Nine and that, there's a lot of it is involved in like going to the services and mm-hmm. the rituals and things, and like you're not gonna get that sort of immersion from your mum just telling you stuff about it yeah as opposed to actually attending the you know the temple over and over you know sort of thing it's so interesting i just find it so interesting yeah that is is interesting (laughs) no it is it's good it's an interesting angle and and like i I said this for dragon but like it's sort of coming up more and more like this series out of everything we've done is more character based i think than Mm -hmm. than anything and we're seeing all these characters that are coming at these situations from completely different points of view, but still mm. working together kind of thing. And it's very interesting yeah. to sort of see how they mesh. Um, it's a long way around saying, maybe we should add some more Bajorans then. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one who's... The, uh, before we add someone new, the one in medical, I'm just going to add a note saying attends Bajoran club. I don't know what we call it. Like. <laughs> um, um. A tense temple. Just say a tense temple. Yeah. And it, you'll know that it's that it, it it means just like the the whole like the, just the I don't want to say it's like a club union well, almost. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it kind of is like a sort of you've got like a regular the, the group has a regular like time booked in maybe one of the smaller holodecks mm. where it's like 
it is you know a, the the holodeck makes a bajoran temple and that yeah yeah they know. maybe have like a, a set service or something yeah like once a month or or once every two weeks or something um because i because ima- i imagine murphy has her own um like they all have their own shrines i'm imagining because i know kira narice had her like her own little shrine in her her quarters yeah um, i mean even if it's just like a little thing that you you know you sort of take yeah. out and uh you know i mean yeah. we've mentioned murphy sort of saying a prayer to the prophets and that before oh yes yeah, so i did so, I, I did do that yeah, yeah. that's yeah um, it, it all hangs together. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like ha- having having like a you know a semi regular sort of thing, you know place mm-hmm. that you're like well, okay well this is on this evening or like this is on this well, morning or you know whenever. Gauging from that, then I could imagine that there would be possibly then because how big is the ship? Is what seven hundred and fifty crew. Seven- Oh, I'll give definitely then. Plus, I'd pass- imagine there's a plus lot- passengers. Plus passengers. Then I'd imagine there's probably a lot more Bajorans than that than the four that we have so far. So we could probably well, thirty super. We could probably throw in uh, a Bajoran priest for like um, sort of that that organizes these kinds of things. Um, like a dedicated ship's priest kind of. Yeah, thing. but he could be like he he maybe the he's maybe like a. A crew member, but um, oh, like also kind of ordained sort of thing. Yeah, like an ordained crew member. Like you have ordained priests in like the military and things like that. Yeah, that I makes sense. Imagine that there's 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 got to be a. I think especially priest. following the whole Dominion War thing as well. Like you got more like Bajorans joining Starfleet, mm. so maybe it is somebody who was like they were going to be joining the priesthood, or like they they got you know to the lower ranks of the priesthood. And sort of felt a bit of a calling, mm. so maybe this isn't something that's on majority of Federation starships. Don't. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, like, it's a sort of like he's maybe like he is a Starfleet officer, but he just happens to have also been through like the Holy Orders or whatever. It, you know, whatever it is. I, yeah, but, I'm not sure what. what no, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> like he he went to preschool, so yeah. you know, like. But as part of the war, he found himself sort of swept up in the starfleet thing yeah i could see it happening yeah especially with like because there was battle there were there were planetary battles during the dominion war so i could definitely see him it's again it's the trouble of tv tv budgets mm-hmm. and like trying to show a whole war basically yeah yeah um uh, but yeah i think we, uh, i mean the scope of it you know we're never going to see it on screen sort of yeah. thing he could have definitely been on the bat on the battlefield or yeah, it doesn't necessarily even need sh- to be on Bajor. Even it could just yeah. be like that. He was in, he was involved in some way. Had been through, you know. Well, I'd also imagine that since um, Cisco left, I'd imagine that some of the Bajorans who were like loyal to the um, the emissary may have even left Bajor during like the occupation. Yeah. Or maybe even seen like, it as like, well, he's the emissary and he's in Starfleet. Maybe that's a, a place we yeah, should go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of yeah. thing. Where yeah. are you sort of seeing this character uh, in terms of like their their job on the ship? Then I suppose if they are that mentality, you could probably have them either in like the counselling 
like service like like crew services maybe yeah like are like hosp not maybe not hospitality kind of thing but like we'll we'll, we'll spare them that <laughs> but like <laughs> <a> um, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like like liaison officer or something or or could could he be part of like the diplomatic corps like the um like ambassador like maybe he's like part of the ambassador team just in case they do leave yeah, or... I'm just trying to think where that, that would almost go into. I'm just trying to think where to put on my spreadsheet, basically, because we've got our main departments. Mm. I think that sort of would fall under. I don't know. Actually, cause like, if, they, if they're a Starfleet officer and not just like a passenger, mm. unless they are just like a traveling diplomat who is just like a civilian, like a long term, like kind of passenger, a long term passenger. Like they're not just. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I feel like that's, you know, that's a thing. We've got like. Because we've got civilians who live on board who've got clearly got their own cabins and stuff. Mm. Um, I always say <laughs> with uh, with the dragon, it's like, well, we've got the I've got the, I've had the barber character set up for ages, but none of you wanted a haircut. Like <laughs> <laughs> her response is that well, her character doesn't have any hair, so like yep. yeah. <laughs> but no, we yep. could totally have like a you know sort of diplomat on board who's like. You know, most of the time he's not really getting involved in situations, but he's yeah, there. he's like a he's more like a spiritual advisor kind yeah, of, he's... um, not quite guru because I, I don't like how I don't like how that word's used anymore because it's a bit weird. Yeah, um, but kind of like that. Um, he he's there, like okay, so he he's traveling aboard the ship long term, mm. which isn't a problem because is you know these ships are exactly. huge. You know, we're basically just it's basically we're basically like a galaxy class with different engines yeah sort of a different engine section really so like there's so you know there's so much space on here you know crew is 750 but like i think as written hang on um maybe he's there as a favor to bejor <laughs> they're like just, just take him away take him away <laughs> um no, maybe not quite like that more like he's, he's he's done so much he's done an awful lot for our people um we have a, an awful lot of might of respect for him but now he feels that um traveling the stars is where he his next step is yeah kind of thing that kind of like so, he's an old master we want to placate <laughs> him as best oh, so you're can. thinking of an older guy okay that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah i'm thinking i'm not thinking of a young guy i'm thinking of, of like a, a slightly older guy um so on like, memory alpha for the type of ship we've got um accommodation 750 officers and crew is what i've kind of been running on but then it also says 130 visiting personnel so that essentially means we got 130 cabins for civilians. Yeah, plenty um, space. Yeah, and then if they're doing a, an emergency evacuation, the ship can hold 9,800 people. Wow! But that's like people in cargo bays and yeah. corridors. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a pretty big ship, really. So I think there's definitely room for this guy to like be a long-term passenger. Like he's got his own cabin, really, and like at the end of the day, like there's plenty yeah. of people shown even in the shows that are like, yeah, I just you know. I'm traveling the galaxy. I'm just on board, especially you know. <laughs> and so many TNG episodes are just like, oh, the, we're also playing host random, to these people. All these ra- yeah, yeah, there's all these random people. That I'd imagine they'd they'd pick up passengers that are because the Federation doesn't charge money either. So an awful lot of people would be like, yeah, free free transport. Yes, yes. No, yeah. no, no, Latinum. Great. It's totally great. that. That's it. Like he's he's. I, I would imagine like he's maybe come on board with a, a thing of like. I want to see more of the galaxy and this is a great way to do it. And while I'm here, I can, Oh, there's some Bajorans who would like me to run services. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. I, I can imagine the, the, he's, 
you could have him part of the medical corps or part of like the the um maybe he pitches in if it gets really bad yeah but like mostly he hasn't got any responsibilities i'm kind of leaning actually more like that that i think for if we're having him be an older guy Mm -hmm. like post dominion war post cisco going off he has decided i'm gonna i'm gonna travel i'm gonna yeah, he's Go going to offer ad- ad- advice to, yeah. to the younger generation, but experience things that he's never been able to experience before and mm. like just sit back and kind of like Odin, you just like sit back and enjoy the watching the ocean kind of thing. Yeah, except um, what he's doing is he's just traveling aboard a starship and seeing yeah. new stuff and yeah. he'll offer advice if anybody asks him for it. And he's, you know, he's, he, you know, he's not locking himself away or anything. He's, he's available and he's, sort yeah, of free. he's like a. a a spiritual teacher. I'm going to put him as traveling, traveling priest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the traveling priest. Yeah. Um, if he's going to be older, are we thinking sixties? You know. Yeah, I'd imagine. I'd imagine if like yeah. he, he, uh, staying on Bajor, he was never going to rise to the level of like Vedic or anything like that. No. No. Like he, he was, he was like he was going to. He was at the point where I'm like, I am an older priest again. Another character that's like they found their level, mm-hmm. but like. He's decided, like, I if I stay here, that you know, I can't advance. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. He's not got the. He's not going to experiencing anything. No, it's, maybe it's, maybe a little jaded. things have settled like, down now. Not with yeah. the not with the religion or anything. Just like with the day in day out of like, I'm you know, I'm still here on Bajor, and <laughs> he's it, not gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. like he, all he's, he's not, seen is Bajor. He's not had like a con- conscience. Uh, a crisis of faith or anything but mm. it's more that like he felt like he wasn't really making any change where he was yeah i can see that i can see him wanting to like go off and and help and aid and for other people and and in his like in doing that he's making a difference mm. that he hasn't been able to see in some time yeah and the, I, i'd imagine there'd be the mundane everyday kind of thing on ship but it's not always going to be that way because they're constantly moving throughout the universe yeah the ship's always in different places and yeah. like you know it, it's most places that the ship is going obviously we're, we're sort of been focusing on like <laughs> adventure situations really haven't mm-hmm. we but like yeah a lot of the times the ship is going to be stopping at places where people getting on and off is not an issue so, but then he's got the case of meeting new people who are yeah. coming on and off with different experiences that he can like learn from, kind of thing, and, and experience which he wouldn't experience as much in Bajor. So, yeah. So, yeah. like for instance, with the ship, the ship was just docked at Deep Space Three. Yeah. Obviously, we saw your character's point of view of what went on there, but like the the ship was docked for like a week. Mm. So he's been off. He's been, you know, uh, uh, among with many of the crew. You know, been off and. Among among the people aboard the station and getting things from the market he, and he talking maybe to people not be, and yeah he, he's maybe not the only one there's maybe like a group of them that have gone out and they they communicate and or leave messages for each other kind of thing mm. they have their own little like their little outreach they're kind of like little Bajoran <laughs> outreach kind of thing yeah <laughs> I like that it's a thing of like they they've got sort of I don't know. Like like pen pals kind of thing, I guess. Not really. That's the wrong term, but you know what I mean. They're all no, kind I know, of. No, I know. It's it kind of yeah, yeah. It's like a little like um, just like a, a small guild of Bajoran um. Uh, Bajoran backpackers. Holy, <laughs> Bajoran, Bajoran holy backpackers. Yeah. <laughs> just going out and and experiencing um the world, well the world, but the universe kind of thing, and 
and help it and seeing what change they can do for the good yeah i like that it's sweet <laughs> yeah i'm putting on my note then so traveling galaxy to broaden horizons and help people i guess um, yeah good samaritans yeah yeah uh runs uh temple services bajoran temple services aboard ship or something i like that so i've got i've got them as 68 that seems about right to me yeah that yeah you need that life experience and mm. the because I, I i'm I'm not 100 percent sure he probably would have been born then probably the fall of the occupation and then growing up or he would he would have grown up some of the occupation. No, he would have been. Well, we're close enough that like the occupation would have ended when he was about uh, about fifty nine. Oh, okay. I keep thinking it's it's a lot. Yeah, we're not that behind. far past. Yeah, yeah. it's not it, it, for me. I always think it's a lot further back in time than it actually is. I, I don't know if it's just because I always think oh Kira was a child during it during the occupation and i'm like oh it must have been way longer but she was born she was during it but she was yeah. yeah okay so we'll look at it this way we're in 2378 deep space mm -hmm. nine ends in 2375 oh, okay so it, it's you know it's, it's quite a wide kind of span there i mean it's i think it's going to be uh 20 deep space nine 2369 to 2375 is the dates mm. um so we're you know we're a couple of years past it, and obviously we started off with the end of Voyager. Yeah, but like, oh. yeah, so Deep Space Nine starts pretty much with the occupation ending. Federation doesn't really have a good record of like keeping the universe balanced. No, does it, when you think about it, <laughs> no, that's the thing. <laughs> you create a lot, a lot of problems for yourself, Federation. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. So I mean, we're kind of entering a sort of like this. This is why I, I kind of picked the date. I was like, I want to wait. I want it to be like after. Mm -hmm. Um, I want Voyager to be out of the way, so I don't have to be like winking, nudging about. Oh, you know, maybe them on the other side of the galaxy might, you know, find mm. something. Or something but... No, no, we'll just bypass all that. Yeah, I'm just like first episode. <laughs> bam! Here's the thing. There's Voyager. There we go. Right. Yeah. Let's let's start. <laughs> Right, but here's the thing first things first voyager here done out done. of it Over don't think about it. it again yeah stop it <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to think about it anymore yeah but we'll also here's the your, thing your questions have been answered here's the point where we're at we started 2378 uh lower deck starts 2380 so that's the kind of window we're in oh god so it's sort of i mean but lower decks is kind of like a it, just around post ds9 you know, era sort of thing. Anyway, yeah. you know, it's not like a new era kind of thing. It's just no. like, yeah, that's the that's the sort of we're kind of in that that kind of same kind of bubble, really, where we're we're mm. quite close to that. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I'm looking forward to the new season. <laughs> well, Frontier or of Lower Decks? Both. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we don't know when we're recording Frontier yet. No. Hopefully soon. Yes. I don't really have. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head right now. Not for him, anyway. That's fine. Yeah, I like him as a uh, that. That's the thing. Like this is going to be probably. I think a character that, like if we talk to him, it'll be me kind of winging like random stories from his life when you ask him about stuff. Yes. And yes. I don't want to set them out in stone beforehand because I think that's going to be funny. At least, at least for me, like I'm putting that in there as like a maybe not funny, but like mm. as a fun thing. 
a fun improv thing to look forward to. <laughs> yes, I like that. And That's that. good. So, but yeah, and again, another. I'll come up with a name at some point. Um, Murphy, Murphy's going to doubt some of these stories. Oh yeah, no, going to totally. have a healthy look. They, they're going to be like it. tall tales, like not <laughs> like it. necessarily untrue, but like they're going to be a little bit unbelievable in places. I think mm. <laughs> probably because I'll be winging them as we go. Did you really do that? <laughs> Do you yeah, really yeah. fight off a Gorn using some yes. kind of weird, like, cannon thing that you made? <laughs> For example. Is that, how that, is that how that classic episode goes? I can't, I can't remember. That might, be the, that might be the move, actually. Maybe he starts, like, taking credit for things that, like, happen in episodes of the original series. Yes! Oh, my God, yes! I love that. Like, he's a big Not fan even... of, like, he's read, like... Like, this is his little, not like quirk, but like, he's super into like historical. I'm the person that saved Riker. I I nudged him the the (laughs) phaser. I nudged the phaser closer so he could grab it. He's like, he he takes credit for things like he's like the Bajoran Forest Gump kind of thing. (laughs) But he's also wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he seems so distinguished and (laughs) he's got a a grey beard and everything. He seems, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that as a character. I'm, I'm looking forward to yes. seeing him pop up. I, like the more civilians we add, every civilian is seems very fun to me. Like we got the arboretum people that are maybe the dragon, this guy. But um, that's because they've got more. They've got, they're not really restricted by like yeah, they got no job. Get, they stuff, get, so they, well, they have jobs, but they 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 they're live they're they're free to yeah. They're free to insult the the government if they yeah, want they, to. Yeah, they're like chaos agents. They can just like bomb in and just be like, "Hey, what's up, <laughs> Starfleet <Yeah>. people? <laughs> what are you doing?" They're here to like sow doubt in uh, in Eden's character's mind about uh, Starfleet stuff. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I, they're having a negotiation with some other uh, ship, and just comes out of the the uh, <laughs> the turbo lift going, "I object." <laughs> 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 well we've got actually we have got the trill ambassador on board now the lady oh, god. um i don't know if i said this before i have to do like when i did the voice i did because i re-recorded her voice mm. and there's i have to like a weird thing when i'm doing the voice i have to do like a weird kind of twisty thing with my hand to kind of with the rhythm <laughs> of it uh, yeah it, it, it helps you get, it's a, a way of getting you into the character yeah, and like helping like, you like animate them yeah i don't know if you've seen within temptation perform live but like yes i, yes. I kind of almost have to do like the weird kind of arm motions that like the singer <laughs> does like i don't know why like that helped Sharon, my yeah. yeah that helped my yeah, mind the, get into the, like the, the weird rhythm and it like the character doesn't sound anything like her or anything there's no no contact there <laughs> it just for whatever reason when I, I started kind of doing it when i was doing one of the takes on one of the lines and I was like okay that kind of works and then I, now I just find myself doing it <laughs> no it's, it's it's a natural way of the, it's, it's definitely a thing that I've heard other like voice like people who like do voices and things or voice act and stuff yeah it's just a way of helping your your brain get into the the voice of the character it's just like their mannerisms kind hmm. of thing it's just a yeah no I love that I, I kind of do the similar thing for um for Ruth I always hang my head <laughs> low because Ruth just he doesn't really make eye contact with anybody and yeah. he's always like he always just he's always like huffing to himself kind of thing <laughs> well, it helps so you sort of get you, you're kind always, of getting into yeah. the character even though it's an audio yeah. thing aren't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, it just, it's just a way of your brain helping you like connect and like get into like the role play I do the same when I'm writing and when I'm writing characters as well or 
like doing their speech and stuff, I'll often stop and be like, right, how are they saying this? How? And then I'll like, not like, like maybe just like shake my head in a certain way or I'll like, like move the way that you move and stuff. Yeah. No, it just helps. I, yeah. I find it quite easy. If I, it, it depends. Music sometimes helps as well. So mm. I'll have like certain playlists for characters as well. That's a bit tough um, when I'm recording. But yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I did. Yeah. So it's, I think that's the only character that I kind of did. That's the most out, you know, sort of like mm. overt thing. That we're, yeah. It's just, yeah. But, <laughs> so anyway, long way, long story short. So we'll, we'll see what she, that character has to say when we're off into the cluster seeing who knows well i know but like seeing you know who knows what but uh, she I, i'm i'm very sus of her i, I don't like murphy is very sus she's of got her, her own and, I, and she wasn't even in, involved in talking to no. her or anything which is really which so i have to be nice to her. murphy has to be nice to her but me i'm like i'm so sus yeah because she's sort of like <laughs> she i mean she's a, a civilian she's like ambassador but she's also like proper like true nobility. She's like an eleventh mm. generation symbiont. Yeah. Um I'm I'm she's... keeping it vague as to how that makes her nobility. Maybe like yeah, there's some like blurring of lines there, maybe between like whether it's the the host family or the uh the symbiont itself is hanging mm. onto its cash when it when it dies. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, like she's yeah, she's she's quite fancy. She's got a butler. You know, it's all it's all a little different. <laughs> oh, I love it. But it's a, it's a little bit of a Loxana Troy thing going on there. Mm, yes. Yes. But at least with Luxana, you were you were always knew she was scheming. Yeah, she's just like, there trying she's to get scheming. she's just trying to get trying to get people laid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and her daughter married. Yeah. Um, one of those two things, or herself married. <laughs> you don't really know what the scheme is here with this. This yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely picked that up. I was like, I was like, and I was like, oh, I, I wasn't really on my purpose to be, to be honest. Like, no, no, it was... no. It was good. It's good then. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm happy with what we've added today. If, yeah. if you're happy, I um, am. I think the only the the only other thing that's jumped into my mind is um, I don't know why, but someone needs to have like I don't don't know if it's as a maybe a character or if this is just something that's happened to a <laughs> character, but they have ended up on the ship. They they accidentally either sunk a ship or they <laughs> um committed something that greatly damaged the ship and it was also their family member who ran the ship oh, okay um, so, so they've been like be... kicked off of yeah they've been kicked off of their ship to um our ship um by their family member yeah uh, and i've probably been given a very low <laughs> ranking job i'm not sure what it would be but i'll throw that out there because that's the last i like that as an idea we can't all be like oh we added this person they were top of their class or whatever i, I like yeah. the idea of having some people who are just a little bit shit yeah <laughs> which i think we have Maybe. like you know the guy the guy we added in your department like he's not great at his job no sort of thing you know the fuck ups yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, yeah, like you know, you guys won the instant games kind of thing, but really, yeah. I, I think yeah, there's got to be the opposite kind of level of competence yeah. in our on our ship. I don't know what else they could be, but definitely um, someone who either like I, I sunk to me is just kind of like 
they didn't destroy it, but they they really broke it. They really broke the ship um, somehow, and uh, and they've been kicked off their ship. Well, well I've I've had this kind thing I've been kicking around for a little bit actually, oh. of like, and again, it's not going to be a major plot point, but <laughs> I I had this thing of maybe Bond is getting put on rotation, um, to nacelle control for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, well, there's a left nacelle and a right nacelle, so maybe there's like a team for each one. So there's like left nacelle team and right nacelle team. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where I've got a character here that we added that the team leader for right nacelle is like a regular at karaoke night. I can't remember who I added that with. It might have been with Mark. Um, so maybe this person is like got so messed things up that they've been kicked down to like permanent assignment to. Nacelle, nacelle control, oh. <laughs> um, which is they're just kind of out of the way, and it's not the team leader because those those they're like no. they're engineering lieutenants, and they're like you know they're competent. there because they're competent and like that's a good position, and you know this you know it's not a bad job, it's not a bad job in nacelle control, but maybe this person was like on a better track mm-hmm. in engineering, like they were maybe down for like that they showed a lot of potential at the academy and then they made a big mistake on another ship and they've been yeah. transferred to the Tenzing and told just like just keep them out of the way put them in a cell control or something yeah yeah definitely yeah i, oh, I can yeah because there's so many things that you can do wrong as an engineer yeah on a starship um if you're not careful and it could have just be you could they could have just completely broke left a hatch open that shouldn't have been left open and it's just like there was some kind of blowout or something and a cascade failure created created or something like that and well like, like it was like a it was a minor mistake kind of thing but it knocked the ship out of warp and caused damage to the point where they were late for a very important thing and yeah, yeah. people suffered as a result or something and it got tracked back and it was like the captain's nephew or something i don't know <laughs> No, I don't, I don't. No, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely has to be like. I do think like it caused a huge embarrassment kind yeah. of thing. I don't. Th- I don't think maybe necessarily people died. No, yeah, actually, that would yeah probably, probably a bit right too there, far. But... He would. They would have probably been kicked out of of Starfleet for that if it involved. Yes, death, no. This is more just like it was an embarrassment. Yeah, um, I, they were there to be delivering like a ceremonial thing or to it, a coronation on a on a minor world or something and yes. they were late as a result and then it's all kicking off on that world now and <laughs> caused a diplomatic incident it's because this person started like uh i don't know they, they pressed the wrong button on their <laughs> thing and started the wrong type of diagnostic and the computer I, took everything offline i don't know why but i just have this visions of panels exploding all over this just like random panels <laughs> yeah. exploding all over the ship and folks just looking around just being what the hell and then all of a sudden they drop out a warp and like the gravity is gone and they're just like <laughs> floating about going and they're just sitting at the panel they're just like floating above the panel just be like fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> should i have pressed the left button though not the I right guess, button <laughs> i guess i should have pressed the right button <laughs> damn awkward <laughs> Elcar's system yes <laughs> yeah i just just something like that that's a good idea i'll, I'll make a note of that um yeah <laughs> But yeah, thanks so much for joining me for this today. This is, no. I, I do enjoy doing these because it's it's like, like I say, it's like the world building ones we do for D&D mm. every once in a while. It's just, it's like, instead of like a, what about this kind of place? It's a, 
what about this kind of guy? Yeah, it's, it's great bouncing ideas off of for characters, especially yeah. because you can flesh them out a lot quicker, bouncing ideas around and and um, just like seeing what works and like throwing things at the yeah the wall and seeing what sticks, kind of stuff. What like, I like oh, as well is like it, the, a lot of these maybe not even going to be characters that are going to be like a big thing. Yeah, they're just adding, there for like, little cameos. It's adding it's depth. Adding. Yeah. yeah, and like. It's uh, so again. I said this for Dragon. So apologies, listeners. You probably heard this in the last episode. I can't remember what I cut out. Um, but it's just sort of like added background texture that obviously on a TV. I keep saying TV budgets, but yeah, TV budget. Yeah. Like you're going to have a few extras maybe that are recurring, but mostly you're paying <laughs> for your, yeah. your main main actors, and that's it. Whereas this, like, we can just keep we can add characters, and we can have any number that we want, and like you know if. if if it comes down to it like you can just be like who's here and you be like this person's here and it, it's not a fact of that it's not costing us money to, to employ no, that actor no. again or whatever it's just like hey this you know we we know who's in this sort of area we know what this person's into we know you know yeah. what, their, what their deal is a little bit not a lot but and like you know rather than me just going like oh i guess, I guess there's a guy in there i could be like no, no no this this particular character is here you know and also you can add more depth to them as the as our as the main character story is progressing because you yeah. can add things in the background that well decisions that our characters will make affect the the rest of the ship so things that we do or consequences that of things that we do might affect yeah we, might, we might lose some of these characters yeah we might use some of these characters again or or next time you see them they might be they might be slightly different they might have gone through something or because of the consequences of what mm. what our characters have done maybe mm. and we know that's now a character that you guys have interacted with and yeah so now we've had you know we've had some interaction and stuff and yeah it's fine and, and maybe and maybe one day one of those will become a big bad and we actually have to <laughs> yeah. you never you never know Joy's we'll have a whole season struggle. where it's just a never-ending battle between johnny and that klingon who hates him <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or or that we find out that the the wandering priest is actually a wandering demon and he oh he's a wandering changeling yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't do that. Know. that look i got my own plots <laughs> i'm just gonna <laughs> exactly. but that's the thing you never know but it's 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 good resources to draw from and then expand on as the as our story progress yeah thing. yeah great it's fun cool I think that we will probably call today to a close then. Though. That was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I hope the guys, had, I hope the, our listeners have had fun. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure if we're going to be back in our normal slot in two weeks' time because next time, when we come back, when you next hear from us, I should say, we're going to be starting our new uh, sort of, I would say season, but I guess it is going to be season because at this point, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but we're, <laughs> we're going to be playing some D&D. Um, and this is uh, we're going to be doing this and then after that it's going to be Frontier Season 2 um, but yeah it's all coming up soon um, I, as I say I don't know if it's going to be in two weeks time that we start d and I, I got a feeling it's going to be more um, so just kind of watch this space but we're not going to be taking the longest of breaks but we'll be back we'll be back soon with more games but uh, yeah in the meantime you can go to pretendingwithdice.com for all of our stuff which is just the easy way of saying it because there's too much stuff on there now <laughs> So Discord, uh, Ko-Fi, uh, merch store. If you want to get yourself uh, get yourself a Frontier T-shirt, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> be the first one to buy one. 
you can get that if you if you, if you buy a frontier t-shirt and send me an email being like aj i bought the first frontier t-shirt i will thank you profusely <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else we could do because yeah <laughs> but yeah um pretendualdice.com and uh yeah we will uh, we'll see you all soon have a good one everybody bye guys bye